0: This is Nancy Yerrell and welcome to Nancy's Psychic View on the high road to humanity. And I have a fabulous lady here today. Carol J. Obley is here and welcome to the high road, Carol.
1: Thank you. Nice to meet you, Nancy.
0: It's nice to meet you. You guys, this lady is pretty phenomenal. Uh, You're going to want to share this show. She uh, connects with the spirit world. She's written this wonderful book called Wisdom from the Spirit World. It is full of fantastic information. She talks a lot about... Uh, why we come here, our life plan. She talks about, you know, death, life after death. And there's many stories in here. And We're going to really get into it today and talk about some of this information. She's been doing this for 30 years. But before I read her bio or anything, I just want to mention what's happening in Texas. I want to say this is High Road to Humanity. And I did need to mention that There have been these wildfires uh, in Texas and it says at least one person has died in the wildfires raging across the Texas panhandle, which has threatened towns, forced evacuations and cut power to thousands of homes and businesses. Now, at fire, there is a fire at Smoke Creek north of Amarillo. It's burned 850,000 acres, you guys, and it's only 3% contained. Now, this came in, I'm reading this from like 22 hours ago, so it has quickly become the second largest wildfire in Texas history. And that's why I'm bringing this up. Governor Greg Abbott has issued a disaster declaration for 60 counties, urged Texans to limit activities that could create sparks and take precautions to keep their loved ones safe. You know, this is a really crazy thing. Now, let me tell you how God works, because I was getting ready for this show and I was watching. I pulled up on my I don't know what it was, TikTok or YouTube or something, and it's snowing in Amarillo. So all of the fires are being distinguished. I just think this is God saying, hey, you know what? I'm in charge. Because all these wildfires, and now it's snowing. And I just want to say it hasn't snowed there. I wrote this down too. The last snow was March 30th, 2022. So. There you have it. We'll see what happens. I get chills on that one. What do you think about that, Carol? <laughs> uh,
1: it reminds me of The Wizard of Oz and the scene where, you know, <clears throat> um, Dorothy and, and the lion are laying in that field of poppies. And yeah. They're passed out. And then Glenda the Good Witch, you know, has produces snow. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, yeah, there's a divine order. Absolutely. And I, I'm glad to hear that. I I didn't know that what you what you said about the snow. So that's very good to know.
0: Yeah, it's such a blessing. And uh, one more thing, I just want to mention: if you guys are in Florida, I'm going to be down there in March. You guys, 16th and 17th, and I'm going to be speaking about the angels and angel communication and spiritual law and you can come and see me on the 16th and the 17th i'm in boca Deerfield at the new life expo okay let's get into it here with carol she is an author of embracing the ties that bind i'm still with you and soul to soul connection she's communicated with souls who have crossed into the spirit world through thousands of private and group sessions. She has earned a reputation in her geographical area as the real deal among psychic mediums. She travels nationally to speak and teaches at workshops as well as maintaining a practice in mediumship. She's based in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. What's it like in Pittsburgh today?
1: Uh, We actually have the sun. very thrilled about that. I am I am definitely not a cold weather person. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I agree with you on that one. Sun <laughs> just um, you know even if it is cold out, it, it just makes me feel so much better.
0: I agree with you. I lived in New Mexico for many years and now I'm in Arizona. And even though it's cold, it's like 32 in the morning. You go out and it, the sun's shining and it, and it warms you up and it changes your attitude. I feel like the sun is healing. I feel like everybody should go out every day and get their little fix because I think it's I, I know it's healing. What do you think, girl?
1: It is because it's actually the life force. That radiates there. Well, we couldn't, we wouldn't be alive without the sun. Without the sun,
0: right? We take it for granted. You know, I really want to get into this book. I have to say, and it's um, this is by Six Books, and uh, this is Collective Ink, and they're publishing my book too. So I'm going to give them a big you know, thumbs up. If you guys don't know about these guys, they publish wonderful books, and they always send me phenomenal people. Now, part one of this book, I I just wrote down right away. Um, I want to hear your story, but you say that we signed up for this. So tell us your story. How did your journey begin? Because you signed up for this too.
1: (laughs) I did, um, as every soul does. Well, the first section of wisdom from the spirit world is all about these things called the Akashic files, uh, same thing uh, as the Akashic records, Records. I call them files. Um, And what it really means is that each soul um, creates a blueprint, I call them blueprints. Mm -hmm. And what that is, is a design for living, as far as what lessons, what spiritual encounters, what spiritual experiences and they don't have to be spiritual in that we think they, you know, they're they're necessarily positive. Some of them might be quite painful um, that we uh, sign up for in order to evolve, and that's that is the only reason that we're here on this uh, physical world. In this physical world, is to evolve spiritually, and we do that through finding out who we are not so it's kind of paradoxical i find that much of spirituality is highly paradoxical um so by discovering who i'm not uh my personality my mind my thoughts my body i discover who i am beyond that and that's the essence of the soul the the eternal indestructible soul
0: mm-hmm Well, yeah. And I I really found your book interesting. It confirms a lot of what I already knew, but it also taught me things. I don't know. We all, we pick our parents. We pick these situations. I I really got a lot when you said uh, we pick these different uh, scenarios in our life. It's like a play. And at this point in our life, this person comes into our life and we interact because we have planned this way before we got here. And this is either to elevate both of us, one of us, You know, and, and, and that's what this is about. Nothing's by accident.
1: That's correct. Um, even if, and this is, this is sort of the caveat that I, I would add to that. Rarely do we have conscious recognition of, um, you know, soul agreements. Those are, uh, agreements made between two or more souls to accomplish something um and it's always equal as far as
0: each person um what it, they're going to get out of it you mean like like yes. i not seen interrupt your train of thought but like so one so let me ask you this question from what you you've done a lot of past life regressions with people you've done a lot of i guess uh mediumship work do you find that it's cuz i thought a lot of times people will come in just to help you but is it always an equal deal Yes, it is.
1: Yes, okay. and this is, this is the hard part to really understand. And I mean, understand in a, in a sensing way Okay, that even if we sign up for these very painful traumatic lessons, such as coming into a family in which I, you know, I'm going to be abused, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm, I, you know, I, I have an alcoholic parent, for example, mm-hmm those agreements there is an evolution potential for the souls involved and it, it, it's quite you know difficult for our rational mind i i don't think the rational mind ever grasps that sort of spiritual well, understanding.
0: yeah well i you know i gotta th- i'm gonna throw something out at you <laughs> you don't know i went through a situation and uh I realized that this other person had the opportunity to even either step up or to go the other way. And I think that's what's happening a lot right now. I see like this huge divide, like people are given this opportunity to step up, connect with God, do the right thing. If you want to say, however you want to put it or go to the dark side. And that's a choice that I believe is being made right now with people. What do you think?
1: Resonate with that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. um i felt this coming uh for some time now and <clears throat> unfortunately i well i don't know maybe fortunately or unfortunately mm-hmm. uh, it's going to intensify this year um I, my spirit team those uh souls who help me on my uh journey here you might call them spirit guys i call them a the spirit team because we we all work together um have warned me about that or made me aware of that that it is going to be very intense and there is this dichotomy that absolutely yes and what humanity needs to know is that free will is always at play right there is no destiny there is always 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 free will that's it that's a gift from the creator Mm -hmm.
0: i wrote down you say the choices we make when confronted with these challenges determine the quality of the next phase of our eternal lives either on the physical plane or in the spirit world and that's what i've become that's what i've learned what we do and i keep telling the audience what you do down here matters
1: oh 100
0: percent
1: you how many readings i have done mediumship readings with loved ones of the recipient coming through that will come in and go you know i made i made poor choices Mm. and so that those don't just evaporate nothing that we do evaporates because of the reality of natural law karma Um, the law of karma you know what what we create we receive so it absolutely does matter yeah because we're responsible for every single thing that we create
0: now, I've talked to other people and I feel that there's different levels, not that anybody's better than anybody else. So let's get past that. But what you do down here matters. And that depends on where you go, right?
1: Um, you mean that determines where we go in this? Yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because here's, here's a fact, okay. the consciousness that one has at the time of death determines the by the law of attraction by their
0: vibration by their vibration right consciousness
1: the Mm -hmm. consciousness because that is energy Mm -hmm. where that soul will be drawn to in the spirit world the spirit world has many levels many levels of vibration and consciousness
0: Mm -hmm. interesting you know and that's why people think they can get away with stuff and they can't (laughs) just think it's crazy about that no you can't all right now I love that you put in about your guardian angel because that's my mission right now is to teach everybody to connect with their guardian angel we all have one you say a divine being who's with you through many lifetimes and that's my question I want I've heard this before but I wanted to ask you so my guardian angel she's been with me through all of my lifetimes um
1: from my understanding and I I just like to preface this by saying that everything that I share in podcasts and my writings and interviews is what I have directly experienced. And and so my experience has been that um, spirit guides, which are very different than angelic beings, right? Angels have never been here in a physical form. They can take physical form but they have not been here and are not subject to karma. Well, but there's,
0: I'm going to stop you. There's incarnated angels who are here right now on the planet, helping humanity. They've incarnated into these human bodies to help humanity. I do know that.
1: Well, that's what I mean that they can take physical form, but they do not have to in order to evolve. They're already evolved part of God yes
0: yes but what i think okay i'm sorry i don't want to interrupt you i i just feel like there we're here to help humanity evolve and raise the vibration what's your feeling on that do you mean the angels correct yes yes Mm -hmm. i mean we
1: were at this pivotal point in consciousness Mm mm-hmm um, I'm very studied in astrology as well, so I know what's going on and why. I mean, what's mirroring with the planets. um So we're at this critical juncture. I mean, this is global; it's not right. just United States. Right. But it is global, right um, in which um are, are we going to go to the light? Or are we going to go to the shadow? Mm-hmm. And quite, and I'm going to be very. Uh, blatant when I say this, Um, the universe really doesn't care if the human species extinguishes itself, it's going to continue to evolve. Um, You know, it will continue to be what it is uh, much like nature, which is apart from uh, humans. So it operates naturally on its own. So we are at this critical juncture of, of choice And the collective consciousness, um, you know, I see it wavering. And I I see so much deception presented as truth. Um, And, you know, I, I, I don't know, fortunately, maybe can see a lot of things ahead of time. That doesn't make me any better than anyone. But I try to share that with people so that they know the power the power that resides within them to make choices that are in
0: alignment
1: with the creator.
0: Right. Well, I do believe that the light will prevail and I feel that, but I've also heard and talked to different people. I said in a couple seminars when I was in LA last month, where a gentleman said, you know, there's going to be a split, there'll be two Earths, And the people who have, Elevated their consciousness will go here and the people who haven't will go here. Have you heard that analogy? Oh, probably somewhere. I am a <laughs> luminous
1: reader as far as writing my own I have a new book, by the way, coming out at the end of the Oh this cool, what is it? <laughs> um, I'll just give you a teaser. It's called The Art of Sensing. Nice, nice. But uh, uh using your intuition to navigate through this chaos, right? Sure. And, yeah. And I- yeah. That's my contribution, at least for now, on yeah. so many people, um, you know, in my private practice, confused, uh, It started with the pandemic, you know, people not knowing which direction they needed to go into, what do I do, I lost my job, I lost my business, uh, what the heck is going on out there? So um, I felt the compelling need from Spirit to um, offer something like that, A very simple guide, but things that just anybody, just a, an everyday
0: person. Yeah, can do. can do. We're on the same page. You're going to laugh when I tell you this. So my new book is a guide to angel communication using spiritual law. <laughs> so it's the same, it's the same thing. And I teach people, and I'm just going to say this, and I know you believe this too. Um, You talk about people going through the pandemic and right now, and I think it's so important that we are talking about this because in my mind, or I know for sure, Connecting to the divine, connecting to the earth energies right now, connecting to our guides and our angels, keep us centered. We can watch all the craziness go on, but we're okay. And that's what people have to learn to do. And we are on, I agree, we, this, people have to learn to to connect. We've been disconnected. That's what I think you're on this one.
1: Absolutely. And there is an enormous disconnection of observed Mm -hmm. between, beings in nature yes. And yes we say if you want to understand god look to nature and look to animals because they both operate in the purity of consciousness of of spirit mm-hmm.
0: you talk about let's talk about some more stuff in the book you talk about our blueprint which we addressed you talk about soul agreements which i think we talked about and you say there is an afterlife um You want to tell a couple stories You tell the story of Robert, uh, in the book, he had a reading many years ago and then he came back, um, because it gave him some peace and he meets his son. Would you mind who had been in a car accident and died? Would you mind sharing that story with us or.
1: Um, yeah, there's, that's sort of an archetype for many, many readings. I've done many readings for parents who have lost children, Mm -hmm. um. Particularly in the past several years, those who have lost children to overdoses of opioids—it's um, so epidemic now. Um, so, just like a parent, you know, here with a in the physical realm, wants to know where their child is or their child is safe and what they're doing. They also desire to know that when the child has has died, and um, I, I'm probably going to paraphrase that reading. Um, but there was evidence presented, which is always present in the readings I do and is really necessary with mediumship to establish the identity of the spirit communicator, things that I would never know specific things, Mm -hmm. um, you know, facts. Uh, and so this gentleman received, um, knowledge from his son in spirit of, what he was doing here on on the earth you know his the activities uh, i believe that might have been the one in which uh the father went into a garden or something yeah yeah with him um and there's been so many readings like that um again it is not me i am simply the conduit there's a great humility that needs to be employed with this type of work Right, exactly. So I always give the credit to the spirit world, which is a and such an intelligence compared to mine. I always say they're far more intelligent than I am. I just need to follow along on what they're communicating. Um, so it's of great comfort for parents to know that their child um, is still connected. Mm-hmm. You know, mediumship is, I'm very transparent and I'm very real when I talk about um, my field. Mediumship is not a cure-all. It is not a magical wand. It is one tool in a toolbox of healing. Right. It's anything, you know, to set it up as anything more than that, um, I, I believe is misleading. It It is very powerful, but there are many other things that people can also do on their own. And in every book I've written, I include meditations, I include exercises to help people on their own, things that don't cost any money, things that can be done by yourself. Um, It's really important, as you were saying, uh, Nancy, that people understand that.
0: Yeah, it's just connecting. I feel like, uh, you know, it's like, like, we're computers, we're these energetic beings, and we got to plug back in. That's the simplest way I can put that and we got to plug back into the earth because the earth is changing just like we're changing and if we can plug into those earth energies it's going to help our energy, you know, evolve and elevate quicker our vibration will resonate with that vibration it's all about the vibration. Um, What was I going to ask you. (laughs) I you know what I was gonna ask you, and it's a sad thing. You know, all these kids, you brought up um Diana, fentanyl and all this kind of stuff. What does the spirit world say about this? I mean, do you get any messages that you would want to share about this subject?
1: Spirit is non-judgmental. Right. Um, I... Spirit simply is. And that's why in the in this forthcoming book, and I'm I'm constantly Kind of preaching and saying stop focusing on race stop focusing on yeah. gender right stop it that is right. not who you are right and so the spirit world uh, um simply is uh what it is and it accepts um each soul on the level that they're at right um,
0: But have you received any messages about this fentanyl crisis? I guess I haven't tapped in and asked. And I'm just wondering you've done, you've helped so many people who've had kids who've died. What is the, I mean, what's going on with this? Is there anything we can do that they give us like any kind of direction? I guess is what I'm looking for on this. Um, Not
1: in the readings themselves. Okay. um, Except that um, even before the opioids came on the scene, uh, there were other drugs and there has always been alcohol, you right. know? Right. So, and I mean, I've done many, many readings for people who, had, you know, they had an alcoholic dad or grandmother or whoever. And so that pattern of consciousness in one way or another has been passed down. If it wasn't healed in a previous generation, as you know, it, that energy will be passed down because energy is not created or
0: destroyed. Yeah. So, so let me stop you a second. So I want to just, really reinforces with the audience so if you're a drinker or if you're a smoker or whatever or if you're doing drugs that is in your body and if you don't heal yourself before you go it gets or even before you have children i guess it's like if you have children then it just keeps going on and then they have to heal it is that right because it's generational
1: that is correct
0: and yeah again okay. if we talk
1: about what a soul has signed up for Um, does a soul know that I'm going to have an alcoholic dad or alcoholism is going to be, uh, a theme in the family. And the answer to that is yes, Mm. because there is something, and there's, there's a story in there too, um, in, in wisdom from the spirit world about a son who comes through, it's near the beginning, Mm. um, to his mother and, and the mother is so distraught. And so I read that one. Yes and she goes why did this happen and so um and the sun comes through and does provide this sort of elevated spiritual wisdom which often happens within the context of readings that not only will spirit talk directly to the recipient but they will also impart spiritual truths spiritual um you know
0: wisdom understanding right so she yeah. understands what what yes he couldn't as I recall and help me out here, I, I did read the story, but she thought she blamed herself. And then he came in and said, no, this is something that I was struggling with. And I made the wrong choice is what I recall. Correct. They would
1: have been in their family and sometimes souls, they, I'm going to say this, it's a cliche, but bite off more than they can chew. <laughs> and, and seriously, seriously. yeah. yeah. And Sometimes it's easier for that soul to make transition to the other side um, and that would be cases of suicide which I've also done I had one of those the other day uh, at, yesterday um, and it's heartbreaking but sometimes it's easier for that soul to return to the spirit world uh, they took on a lot of they were courageous they took on a lot of uh, karma and it could be for the family as well, as you were saying, mm-hmm. um, they become very overwhelmed with depression or, you know, mental illness. And so it's, it's not easy, to-
0: man. It's not easy down here. <laughs> Carol, I'm just going to say, I could speak for myself through my lifetime. And, you know, I, I, I don't know. It's, I bit off a lot too. I'm <laughs> just thinking, you know, it takes a lot to get back up. It's like you get pushed down because you learn a lesson and then you got to get back up and then you get pushed down because you learn that. And then if you don't learn it, you got to keep going until you learn it. They keep putting it in front of you. It's crazy. Yeah.
1: Right. And we, we, however, are the ones who chose. I know. Lessons. And that's where people go, you know, I can't believe that I'm a victim or whatever. Yeah. No,
0: you're not. (laughs) No
1: way do I want people to think that like a child who is abused or something or trafficked, you know, that that was a choice. So it may well have been, but that doesn't mean that that individual should be blamed for that. That that's not what this is about. Right. But here's the positive part of it. There's opportunity through adversity to use it as a springboard. Or a wake-up call. I write, have written many paragraphs on wake-up calls. Mm-hmm. And those are traumatic events in our life. Could be anything, a serious illness, a divorce, a loss of a job, a mm-hmm. uh, natural disaster. And
0: it can bring those, us closer to God.
1: That's the why they're called wake-up call, because the opportunity to awaken comes through adversity. Seldom do we grow and learn when things are going well. Right. Yeah,
0: (laughs) I agree with you. I agree with you. I want to ask you about walk-ins. You know, I I go to this, I went to an event. I just was talking about it in LA. I went to the conscious life and I did a workshop there and I met some people and I met a guy and he said, well, I had a near-death experience. And so uh, I have a walk-in and I said, well, so there's two souls in the one body. And he said, yes. And I'm going to have him on the show, actually. But I want to know what you know about this. Because I keep hearing about walk-ins. And I had a lady I did a reading for last week. She says, well, my husband had a walk-in. And she knew that. And I thought that was quite interesting that people are talking about this. So what are, what is this? And is this
1: very little experience with that? I have tons of experience with other metaphysical things. I've, I certainly know
0: what it is. Well, um, talk, I, yeah. Can you explain this to the audience and to myself, if you don't mind?
1: I have not had direct experience of it. My understanding of it is that there is an advanced soul that wants to incarnate, but doesn't want to go through, you know, like infancy and childhood, maybe teenage years, but because they've already, they're, they're beyond that, you know, consciousness wise. So there had been an agreement between the soul who exits and then the soul who comes in, um, to do that. And so then that the, um, the elevated or the the higher consciousness soul can kind of take over at that point at a, at a, if we're talking about physical age, yeah. like later age.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Interesting.
0: But I have not seen that. You've under- not seen it. Yeah. I just wonder what, cause it's, you know, I mean, and there's people, talking about this stuff like it's oh no big deal and I'm like wow to me it's like wow (laughs) it's a huge thing um you know you put a quote in your book from Eckhart Tolle I want to read to the audience the primary cause of unhappiness is never the situation but your thoughts about it so you talk about changing our perception our response to things and I really have learned that, I'm learning that. And I would wonder if you expand upon it a little bit.
1: Yeah, um, Toli is one of my favorite um modern spiritual teachers. Uh another one is Jesus. Um yeah. <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> um he doesn't need any introduction. Uh but <clears throat> um yeah it's about perception. Um, you know, I'm also a student of a course in miracles that text that was channeled um which i have studied now five different times because it's so uh profound um so and it talks about illusion right so uh, that is really the whole context of A course in miracles is is seeing through illusion what we believe to be truth opposed to what is the experience within of spirit and so beliefs are things that we think are true or perhaps even you know maybe we've we've studied dogma from organized religion and that's these are certain beliefs um direct experience is to me the most powerful you know to have of spirit and to allow the the experience to flow through you. And that's why I always say to clients before I do readings, please allow the reading to unfold organically. Um you know you don't know, neither do I, who what soul is gonna come in here. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, the same with just life guidance sorts of issues. I do an awful lot of those as well, as well as uh astrology readings. So um yeah I mean a miracle defined in the, a course in miracles is a shift in perception. Right. That's basically what it means.
0: And I think, you know, this, this goes back to people waking up. Um, I wrote my book. I'm I'm just sitting here. So I'm picking it up. I wrote this back in 2016 (laughs) and uh, just relaunched it recently. And the reason I relaunched it is because it, I think I was a little ahead of my time because this is where, and I see people waking up and then I see, Of course, we we talk about people who don't wake up and when will they wake up? And, you know, everybody wakes up at a different time and that's what's going on right now, uh, I believe. Everybody's waking up at their own time and they're seeing the truth at their own time. Um, What do you feel or what do you think about that as far as a global, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, there there
1: is, um, it's sort of like, you know, something catching fire, uh, those of us who are working in the consciousness field, I think are going to be more and more called to mm-hmm. speak and do, uh, you know, podcasts like yours and so forth. Um, so <clears throat> it spreads and every single thought that we have is put into the collective consciousness. It's also put into the Akashic file that book of life of each individual soul now there's also a collective akashic file of humanity okay Um, edgar casey the famous american psychic who did his readings through the 1920s and 1930s wrote extensively about the akashic files in fact that's how he got his information to heal hundreds maybe thousands of people by traveling to that individual's unique book so, collectively, also, um, humanity has an Akashic uh, record. And he believed, Casey believed, that it was contained within the, I think it was the left paw of the sphinx in Egypt. Um, wow. They are discovering uh, different things. Uh, you know, archaeologists I continue to- Yeah, start- I've heard
0: something about the left paw that they had discovered. Haven't they just- Aren't they digging right now under the left paw as we speak?
1: I don't know, but that that would be a very interesting synchronicity. I'm going to Google that.
0: <laughs> I think they are. I think I saw something about that. Well, let me ask you a question, if you don't mind, because I, and this is true. I, I'm very psychic like you are. I have clear cognizance and I'm an empath. I work with my angels. And when I do a reading, it's not draining, but it does take energy from me to do it. I mean, it does. It does. I, I replenish it, you know, every day. But it does take it, and you know, Edgar Casey. They said, you know, really did too many readings, and it took the energy from him. Do you have that, or how do you handle that, or what do you have? No, you
1: experienced it absolutely. Casey was told to not do more than I think it was two or three readings per day.
0: Yeah, that's a lot to do.
1: Well, when you're in trance, because Casey actually was in trance, meaning he left his his Got consciousness it. left his body. And in those days, I mean, they didn't have tape recorders or anything. His secretary sat there and wrote everything down. Yeah. Sat sure. beside him and transcribed. Yeah. So I know my limits. Anyone who's doing this work needs to know what his or her limits are.
0: Yeah.
1: You must, you must engage in self care. Right. That's what yeah. I've learned. Yeah properly enough rest saying no yes boundaries um otherwise what happens is you can get sick and i have seen people that that has happened to Mm -hmm. and you know the other thing i'm I'm, i've been asked uh, through many interviews is are you always seeing spirits then the answer to that is absolutely no because you know do i go into I, I actually have had people go do you go into a grocery store and see spirits you know because they've watched long island medium or something and i'm like yeah no. yeah um, that's a reality tv show you know um no anyone who's worth their salt in mediumship knows how to turn it off and otherwise you, you you're meant to be here in a physical realm or you wouldn't be here right so You know, when I say my prayer at the beginning of reading, that's when the uh, flow starts. That's turning a switch.
0: Mm -hmm. Me too. I hear you. Yeah. Oh, it's taken time, though. I'm a little different than you, I think, and there's a lot of impasse, and I want to bring that up. There are a lot of impasse on the planet right now, and the impasse are here to help raise the vibration and to be more empathic, and I think more to bring the empathy. You know, for people, I love what you said a little bit earlier, we got to get out of here in a couple of minutes, but I love what you said, because I keep pushing this and you're right on the money. We are souls. It doesn't matter what color we are. It doesn't matter what gender we are. We are souls in these bodies and we have to start respecting each other's soul with kindness and love. And that is what's going to change things here. Um, You talk about this a little bit in the book.
1: Well, yeah, and this new book coming out, there's a lot of that um, <clears throat> because of such uh focus on those external facades um, today, um, you know, there, there's, it's overly focused on that. That's not who we are. That's right. We have a gender, we have a race, we might have religion, we have, you know, uh, hair color, whatever. Those things are only physical. Right. That is not what's going to go to the spirit world. <laughs> exactly. Things, And I write about these in the book. There are two things that go with us when we, when we pass service and love. That's it. That's it.
0: Yeah. Fantastic. What do you want to leave the audience with? Is there a message that you've received or that you Feel that would be really important, other than, of course, the message you just gave, which was very important. <laughs> yeah,
1: um, for people to know that that the light of spirit, that higher consciousness, and that involves all the qualities of, of God or spirit that we think of—peace, mm-hmm. harmony—and um, you know, anxiety is epidemic today. Uh, depression is epidemic. Connecting with this light within you—it's not out there; it's, it's within. You. Yeah, doesn't cost money. You can't buy it. Yeah, you own it. You own it. Um, connecting with that—just simple, sitting for five minutes a day through mindfulness, focusing on the breath—it will. It's really what I call a psychological reset. Yeah, and even if you close your eyes for just even a couple of minutes, focus on the breath detached from the outer world and you open your eyes and it actually feels like you have completely reset, uh, you know, your consciousness. So that's very simple. A child can do that. Anybody
0: can do it. And we need to teach our kids how to do it. We just do.
1: Oh, I agree.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, Carol Obley, it's been a pleasure. I have to say her book is wisdom from the spirit world. It is life teaching on love, life's teachings on love, forgiveness, purpose, and finding peace. And um thank you. You've been a brush, a breath of fresh air here today on the show. Thank you so
1: much. And I, I would just like to add my website
0: in case Oh yes. Know. How do people get in contact with you if they want to find you? Uh my
1: website is Soulvisions, that's plural, visions.net mm-hmm. And you can order all my Products there, you can also book a reading, but uh all the books are on um, Amazon, they're through the publishers, Six Books, Collective Inc. Um <clears throat> six books is an imprint of of Collective, Collective Inc. Inc.
0: yes. And let's give a thumbs up to Collective Inc. Those guys are awesome, man. <laughs> I'm so I'm so excited. They sent me wonderful guests, Carol. And I'm just so glad they sent me you.
1: Um, thank you so much. And thanks, yeah. Nancy, for it's been a pleasure um to talk with your audience Uh, thank you so
0: much yeah you guys wisdom from the spirit world uh before we get out of here okay so my first and since we're talking about this uh first angel connection we're going to connect with god we're going to connect with the earth and we're going to connect with your guardian angel will be april the 13th it's a saturday it's going to be a three week It's going to be three Saturdays in a row. Um, I'll have it up on my website soon so you guys can sign up. I'm really excited. It's exactly what Carol's talking about. We got to connect. So I hope everybody has a fabulous weekend. Everyone take care and God bless.